Hey, I'm Mark. And I'm Kiara. And this is... Live... <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were going to do that at the end. And this is Liv Smitten. One day you have it, one day you have it, go away, go away, don't take it serious, serious, it's an experience, experience. Please make sure to subscribe, hit the notification bell for new videos. Today's topic is what? How we met. How we met. It's our anniversary weekend, by the way. Yesterday was our anniversary. Happy anniversary again. Thank you. Happy You're welcome. Seven years. You. Seven years. Yeah. In Together this, eight. In this lifetime. In this lifetime. So how did we meet? Oh, you want me to go first? I will, I will, yes. Chivalry. I'm going to give it to you. Okay. All right. So what really happened is I walked into this grocery store. He fell at my feet. And from then on, we were inseparable. I think that's the truth, right? <laughs> and that's it? I mean, if we want to give an overall basis of how we met. But in all honesty, um, I feel like if I go first, then I'm lying. But I'm not. <laughs> Okay, we worked at a grocery store. We met at a grocery store. And I was coming in for a shift, an afternoon shift. And I walked in and I saw this guy towards the back of the store. I was standing there because it was so unorganized that nobody really knew where they had to be. So I waited for a manager to come up. He took me towards the back of the store, get me checked in, showed me the freezer, yada, yada, yada. I seen him probably like three or four times, even though. I'll let him tell his side of the story. <laughs> he came up to me after he was already off of his shift. Because I seen him walk out the front door and then he came back in a few minutes later. <laughs> uh, he came up to me and asked me where, what you ask me, where the bananas were? I came up to you. I don't recall a question that I asked you, but I think I was... You were. Oh no! You told me that I was going to be in the manager's office. Yeah, because, I was on because my of phone. the. Uh, yep, because you're on your phone. I was going to say I didn't ask a question. I remember telling you something. Though. He walked past me and said that I was going to be in trouble and I was going to be in the manager's office because I was on my phone again. I don't know who this guy is, so <laughs> I was. I just rolled my eyes and kept it moving. Pretty sure. If I didn't roll him in person, I definitely rolled him in my head. Yeah, you rolled him. I did in person. Okay. Well, then you're a trooper then. Because was it, I don't think it was this that same day. It was probably a few days later. I was stocking peppers and cucumbers. And one of them fell on the floor. On the other side of where I was, it wasn't what I dropped. Something fell on the opposite side. And I saw him come out of the back. And I said, oh, God, please don't let him pick that up. Because I know if he picks it up, he's going to have to talk to me. <laughs> and lo and behold, I see him reaching down and picking it up. And I said, that's okay. You can just put it right there. And he goes, no, I'll put it in your in your basket because we have these baskets where we take like what damaged fruit and vegetables mm -hmm. towards the back. And he walks all the way around this table just to put it in the box. That's where it went. That's where it went in the box. Okay. Well, <laughs> if you want to follow the rules, he left the store, checked out, came back in and said he was shopping for food. I took it upon myself. <laughs> You know, even though we both worked there. But he worked in grocery and in the bakery. 
and everywhere else. Um, <laughs> I don't really know what you were doing there. But I walked over there and asked him if he knew where the organic lemon juice was at. Did I need organic lemon juice? No. Actually, somebody came in earlier that morning asking for it. It was a little old lady. But it was a reason for me to start a conversation. So <laughs> lemon juice is our thing, I guess. So I went over there, asked him if he knew where the organic lemon juice was. I don't remember if you said no or you were looking at hemp milk. I specifically remember you were looking at hemp mm -hmm. milk. And then I think you walked me over to where the lemon juice section was. I said, okay, thank you. We walked away. Then I get back to doing my job. He comes over and he asked me, do I know where the organic bananas were at? And I said, the ones right under your hand, because he was literally standing right at the organic bananas. And I went to go stock the lettuce or the salad section. As I was stocking it, you decided to come and help. And you kept trying to put this. I remember this one lettuce pack in this spot. And as I looked, I'm like, I don't I don't think nothing else can fit right there. I think you pretty much did what you needed to do. And then you asked me for my number. Things are kind of blurry now after the, after the lettuce part, but you asked me for my number, I think, and then I gave it to you, but you put it in wrong or you read it back to me and one of the numbers was wrong or whatever. And so I gave you the right number. And I think, honestly, after that fact, we were like inseparable. I was going to say inseparable. Yeah, we were, we were inseparable. I think we spent 10, 12 hours in the car just talking mm -hmm. every day after our shift. Yep. And yeah. in front of my house. In front of your house. We would sit there. We'd go parking in the other spots. So we didn't look like creeps. And we would sit there and talk. And then we it'd be like 7 o'clock in the morning the next day. We'd go to Panera Bread or Meyer or something. Remember I had you call, call off from off, Bed, yeah. and Beyond. You were acting like my dad. Because I was like, tell them I don't feel good. I mean, because quite literally, I got off work at 11 o'clock. I came to your house. We sat in the car until 7 o'clock the next morning. And there was just no way I was going to work that day. And so you called off for me. You, act, you acted like my dad. I know they didn't believe it, but you know, I didn't have to go in. <laughs> At least nonetheless. Everything that happened after we started having the conversations is like a whole nother topic mm -hmm. of how we met. I think that was like our test of... of mm -hmm faith in time mm -hmm. so i'll let you i'll let you tell how we met in the beginning so i'll tell the truth okay there was some truth in there there was a lot of truth in there mm -hmm. the only thing that's misinformed is i saw you first okay we go back and forth on this all the time you did come in to the store i, I saw I can you see the video in my head yep i yeah. saw you come into the store so I saw you first when you came in. So Tomato, tomato. <laughs> so you came in and yeah, I saw you and I was just like, I got to holler at her. I got to see, you know, I got to see what's oh going on. Gosh. I got to see what's <laughs> going on with her. So you came in and you were working in the produce section. I know that much. Yes, I was everywhere because... We won't name the store. They had no hierarchy. They had no organization, no structure. None. You could literally go anywhere you wanted to in that store and work in any department. And you didn't even have to show up. I mean, because I remember I didn't up. show up for like two months and they called. They're like, hey, you coming in for your shift? I'm like, they don't get the idea that I quit like two months ago. 
when you came over and asked for the lemon juice, the first thing that came across my mind was like, she don't need no organic lemon juice. What? She just want to talk, right? And that's cool. And that's that's good. That's good. <laughs> She's shooting her shot. That's what I was thinking. So I was like, I will indulge. Yes. The organic <laughs> lemon juice is over here. Let's, let's go get it. Because I was already trying to highlight you in the first place. So when you did that, I was like, okay, she's she's interested. You were stocking up the peppers and the cucumbers or something, and a pepper fell, and I was like, I'm getting that pepper. <laughs> I'm getting that pepper. I was looking around like, don't nobody better grab that pepper. I'm getting it, and I'm gonna put it exactly where it goes because where oh exactly God. where it goes is directly next to you. So that's exactly where I want to go. I said, I'm about to follow all the rules on this one. I helped you stock the lettuce up. Which I really didn't because you had already fully stocked it. So I'm just like, dang, I can't eat nothing I can do over here. Like, gosh, she's efficient. It was done. Gosh, she's a hard worker. So (laughs) yeah, I'm like, I am. I'm like, I'm about to put, I'm about to put this one lettuce. I'm gonna stick this boy in here. It's gonna fit. And then I'm like, dang, I know this ain't gonna fit. You were like, uh, I believe it's full. (laughs) You tried. I'm like, you you know what, man? Let me get your phone number, man. Like, because clearly, you know, work over here to do. I didn't know you was this hard of a work. I thought I was the only one. So, yeah, and you gave me the number, and then I don't know how I put it in wrong. That was just I don't. I still don't know to this day. That was weird. Maybe you fat fingered one of the numbers. No it idea. Was something really simple. I was walking away, and then you were like, "So did you get the number?" <laughs> I was just like, "Yeah," and then it prompted me to, "Why is she asking me that?" So I just I'm like, let me look, and then it was yeah, it was one off, and you were like, "Put it in there right, stupid." <laughs> Basically, you didn't say that, but. So I was, I was like, right, I'm, I'm glad she did that. And then I wrote a song about it. Wrote a song about that too. Oh, it's one of my favorite songs. That's the story about how we met. In a grocery store. In a grocery store. Working in the grocery store. Working Both had multiple jobs. Store. That was my afternoon job after working my morning shift at Bed Bath & Beyond and or Tim Hortons because I used to work there two days out of the week and had to pick up this second job to pay off some debt I had from moving out of state so yeah it was kind of like divine intervention i guess when we met i remember texting my friend and she remembers this too that i said i think i found my husband Mm. whatever because i remember you were walking you had that same hat on too (laughs) um you were walking and then this whole thing happened where i i specifically um i had asked god i said you know what i said if i'm supposed to stay here and not move back to colorado i need you to give me a reason like to show me that Mm -hmm. i'm supposed to stay here I was standing outside. I remember I was on the phone with my mom and I was like, but I really want to move back to Colorado. And I was like, she's like, then go back to Colorado. And I said, but what if he's my husband? And she's laughing. She's like, oh girl, please. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, but I, but I really think he is. And then I had the conversation with you about wanting to go back. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go back to Colorado because I was not happy mm-hmm. in Michigan. And I made the decision to myself that I was, I was not going to make any decision to go to or from any other states on anything but what I really wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And so we had that conversation. And I think the thing that kind of hit me a little bit is like when I told you, you kind of cried a little bit. And we had only been talking for like two, three weeks at that point. Yeah, it just hit, it it hit different. It hit yeah. different. That had never, that's never happened to me in a situation like that where, because it was just such a uh, universal connection mm-hmm. that I felt, you know, when speaking to you, as we were talking, I had this this massive vision about 
that just kind of overcame everything. Mm-hmm. It, like I saw you talking, but it was just like a kind of like astral plane kind of moment where like your lips are moving, but like I didn't, I wasn't hearing what you were saying because I was yeah. visually seeing us being stewards over just land and people and them wanting us to be the leaders of them and and because we are just one with them and we're very giving and we're very supportive and very loving and Mm -hmm. these masses of people were very loving onto us and it was just like a um a love cycle kind of thing but it was in it was in egypt and it was it was just a whole bunch of crazy stuff and that kind of revealed to me that we do this in every lifetime we find each other in every lifetime we come together and we do what we need to do mm-hmm. and we uplift people and we build people and we build ourselves and we, we challenge each other. We keep signing the same soul contract. Yeah, <laughs> like we keep signing other. the same soul contract. So the tears came from, I needed you to do that though. It felt like you were, you wanted to go back to get closure on some things, but then at the same time, I'm like, I could possibly lose her. She might want to stay out there. Mm-hmm. So I got to deal with that. And then just all of that in that moment, I'm just like, dang, it's really overwhelming, you know? Colorado was a, a very pivotal point for me. Like, I absolutely loved Colorado, not only because of the people I met, but the weather. You know how it is. Like, in Michigan, the sun don't shine. In mm-hmm. Colorado, there's sun every day. And I had, like, really good relationships that I was able to build on my own out there. And so everyone that I had a really close connection with, um, I considered, like, my sisters, like like my family. And even going to work, it wasn't the exciting job but just stepping on to the checkpoint and like being able to have a conversation with every single person there mm-hmm. was like the highlight of my day like even though I'm an introvert I was able to have these conversations and I remember every time it was time for me to clock out of there I just felt this drainage of like mm-hmm. oh I have to go back home and so I, me wanting to go back to Colorado was to go back and to be able to still have fun you know I didn't have any kids I didn't really have any obligations and I had kind of built a life out there for myself and coming back to Michigan was kind of a um a stab to me I guess of like oh, I have to go backwards now mm-hmm. back to the same place that I was in in high school back to the crappy weather back to the crap like I'm working three jobs I was working one job in Colorado and I was extremely fine mm-hmm. and coming back here having to get back into the hustle and bustle was kind of like weighing on me mm-hmm. so Going back to Colorado was more than just needing to get closure. I guess it was just to to fill my energy back up, to be able to handle everything I had to do in, in Michigan. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, the going back to Colorado, the type of relationship that I had to leave in Colorado, a closure was not going to happen. Mm-hmm. We had to deal with that. That was a really big test yeah. uh, before we had even really, like, what, like, I don't want to say sealed the deal, but right. we hadn't, like, it hadn't been a day that went by that we didn't have a conversation. And so mm-hmm. when I was like, well, I'm going back to Colorado for a few days. And my friend that was out there, she let me stay at her place. I don't know. I felt like I had to go out there. And when I went out there, it just wasn't the same. Mm-hmm. It solidified for me that going back home is what I had to do. Mm-hmm. That was hard on us, I would say. Yeah. It definitely is. Very hard. Because you were staying at my house on and off and stuff like that at that point you know at that my mom's house whatever at that point you had some stuff the blanket your grandma gave you mm-hmm. i had to prepare myself i was trying to i guess preparing prepare myself for, for like man if she comes back that'd be cool but like if she doesn't 
if she wants to stay out there, I kind of don't want her stuff like here also. It was like a really heavy moment. I really I mean, I didn't know. I had only know. been gone. I had only, the trip was only like two, three days. Before you went, you didn't even know really what. I didn't know what I needed to You do, were yeah. going to be walking into expecting. Yeah. Emo- like you had zero idea. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, dang, she has zero idea. Then I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I don't want to wait. Yeah. And then just be having your things around as well. It wasn't, I mean, things. It was like two two items. But it wasn't a lot. I was just like, I, I got to I gotta get rid of it. I was just in a different mindset at that point also. It definitely wasn't out of spite or anything or like anything negative. It was just like literally out of like preparing myself for, I don't want to be like crushed. Yeah. You know. If I decide not to come back. Yeah. I'm like, dang, why did I throw that blanket away? Or why did I? Well, we had had the conversation when I got back of, I said I wanted to slow things down a little Mm -hmm. bit because I needed to really have clarity on what I wanted to do and where Mm -hmm. I wanted to go. We met at a really tricky time in my life. For both of us. I was going through a lot and there was was no time to heal between what had happened and when we met. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to keep you so close to where you wind up getting hurt by just the trauma that I was dealing with. But I didn't want to push you so far away that you, you know, that I wasn't able to reach you, I guess. Right. Um, because I knew I wanted us to be together, but I just knew we couldn't do that in that moment. Mm-hmm. The turning point for me was, uh, <laughs> I remember I was laying down and I was like, well, maybe we need to take it slow and yada, yada, yada. And I don't quite remember vividly what your response was, but you were kind of like taking it like we were breaking up almost. Yeah. Um, and then maybe a day or two later, and I was talking to you about... Um, coming to Dallas because uh, we, my mom and my mm-hmm. sister and I were still going to come out here and scout around. And I said, you're still coming. Right. And you're like, I don't know. I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> <you know? laughs> I knew for sure. I said, I'm not staying here. I'm not staying in Michigan as much as, you know, I had loved you and everything. I was like, I'm just not doing it. I, mm-hmm. I can't. Um, and so if, you know, if you want to, this is going to be a thing. It's not going to happen in Michigan. Mm-hmm. And so you decided to come down here and yeah, it was a good trip. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, it was, it was really like eye opening for yep. us, I think, to yep. be in a different space mm-hmm. and feel, actually feel the sun. And, and, uh, I was like, what is that? I know. <laughs> <laughs> you said it smells like money it down here. It smelled like money. It smells like money. And right when like, we got off the plane. And I still have pictures from that day that yep. we took at a uh, Jamba Juice mm-hmm. down here. And that's all we've done is progressively evolve mm-hmm. and build and grow. You mm-hmm. proposed March 31st, so yep. eight months after we met. We got engaged March 31st, mm-hmm. and we got married May 13th. Yeah, Friday the 13th, baby. Friday the 13th at, at the I didn't house. pick that on. It wasn't like a date to just, oh, Friday the 13th. It was just like, oh, wow, It that's just crazy. happened because yeah. we had our, our marriage certificates and everything. Yep. And we were like, let's just, that was the date the court had open. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were like, let's just do it. We don't need a big wedding or anything like that. And what, four days later, I had a positive pregnancy test. Yep. It was very faint. It was like, I know you were asleep and I like rolled over you and went to the bathroom and I took this pregnancy test at like six o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I was looking and I was like, I don't know. And you were standing up, and I remember bringing the um, pregnancy test to you, and I was like, "Do you do you see it?" And I think you're like, "I see two lines." I'm like, "It's really faint." Mm-hmm. And I tested the next day, and it was negative. Mm-hmm. Then I like kept testing and testing, and I was like, "Maybe I need to just wait and test in the afternoon or something." 
and I tested and it was it was positive. Mm-hmm. So nine year difference between us. And I remember you were having a conversation where saying that if you hadn't found anybody or you weren't with anybody, you were going to adopt the mm-hmm. son. Yep. And I remember on the swings and this is when we were still just having our conversations. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was swinging on the swings and I was in my mind as you were telling me the story. I was like, Oh my gosh, that's so cute. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, that's going to be so sweet for them. But I ain't having no baby. <laughs> a few months later, it was cold outside. I still have the picture from this day. Too, yep. you know, I'm, yep. I have, I'm big on pictures and I was sitting in the car and I remember you were standing there with your Carhartt coat on and I was getting ready to go home. It's snowing. And I was like, yeah, so do you want to be my baby daddy? <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, remember? And you I were do. like, oh, yeah. let's talk about it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I think, you know, if if I'm going to have a child with somebody, and mm-hmm. I, I think I even remember saying this, even if you and I didn't work out, mm-hmm. I felt like you were still a good person to where it wouldn't be like baby daddy, baby mama drama. Mm-hmm. And yep. there's this whole, like, we would be able to co-parent. Mm-hmm. Um with you know with this child so that's like where my mind was going of maybe mm-hmm. if i'm gonna have a baby you know somebody who has um a good heart it wouldn't be spiteful or mm-hmm. anything if we didn't work out so because what's um, the point of that yeah you're just wasting your own energy if anything ever were to happen like that yeah definitely i agree with you on that yeah yep. i think we'd be really really good co-parents mm-hmm. especially for the kids but we also did it was like a month later we tried um to get pregnant after you had agreed to be my baby's father and 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 it just it didn't work i was so sad and i remember bringing it to you and you had this uh bible i think that your dad gave to you Mm -hmm. and we just flipped it open and kind of just shoved the pregnancy test in there and kind of like closed it almost to like ask you know for uh, guidance and assistance on this and the next month we were we were pregnant with mm-hmm. Malachi. Mm-hmm. And um The genius. The genius. She's Pete's. Yeah. He's out of this world. I don't even know. He raised himself, basically. I, I don't I mean, he was what, watching Sid the Science Kid at like eight months old. And yeah. he was walking at nine months and old. Repeating things and like and they're all three of them are brilliant in their own way. They're crazy He's, and man. What a he's what the a, leader. He he's the leader. He was meant to first. be that, yeah. And Kamari yep. fits uh, the middle child so well. Yes. He's our, our middle Virgo. And Haru, yeah. he's, they're all a different story on their yep. own because yeah. they, they hold so much. We had Malachi, and then what did we do? We did um, we decided to come to Dallas on mm-hmm. your birthday, yep. actually. That's yep. our Dallas anniversary. That is. And we flew down to Dallas, and we got our, oh, my gosh, I'm never going to forgive this or let her live this up, Yanni. Remember, we came, and <laughs> I was pregnant, and um, we were coming through the airport, and Bailey was with us. We got off the plane. We had to try to find a way to Plano to mm-hmm. get the keys for the apartment because we didn't want to have to stay in a hotel that night. And it was getting close, even though they said they'd leave the keys there for yeah, us. Yeah, it was. Our whole life is like I mean, that. it was like, Our oh whole life what are we going like... to do? We don't even know what to do. And we were like trying to trying to find somebody. Hey, can you take us to Plano? And they were trying to charge us this astronomical mm-hmm. amount. So we wound up finding that X, the XL Uber drivers or whatever yeah. that would take us. And I'm just thinking like, oh, I'm pregnant. Like, yep. I just hope he, you know. And I was only like eight weeks pregnant or something yep. like that. And remember, I had to try to find a doctor that would yep. take the insurance that mm-hmm. I had. I wound up having to get on. I don't. Remember if it's Medicaid, yeah, or Medicare. I think yep. it's Medicaid. Yeah, um, in Dallas to be able to find one, and there's one doctor's office that accepted the insurance that mm-hmm. I had from Detroit. Um, I was under my dad's insurance, but when we got to the apartment, 
we had these suitcases in the trunk and mind you this, this is the xl luxury truck that we're riding in <laughs> yeah, <I remember. laughs> and my sister i love you um <laughs> the guy who drives the truck was going to take the the suitcases out because <laughs> that's what he does and <laughs> <laughs> Yanni decides. <laughs> she says, "That's okay, I got." It. <laughs> she yanks the suitcase out of the trunk, and the wheels like slam onto the <laughs> and scratches this XL. Oh and you could God. see on the guy's face he was, <laughs> he was oh pissed. my, God. he was pissed. <laughs> he was like, ah, okay, <laughs> like. He didn't even want to say thank you. He just closed the trunk and got in his car. And I was just oh. like, why didn't you let him take it out? Oh, like, my God. You know, you know. So anyway, oh she, she was just trying to help, but I'm never going to let her live that down. <laughs> we didn't have a washer and dryer. And mm-hmm. I was like, we, so we wound up going to the. Um, it was uh, Sears. No, not Sears. Remember, we had to, to go to the laundromat the, uh, in. Oh well, yeah, the, Frisco, yeah. The Sears came after. Frisco. Yep. Yeah. And I was like, "Well, we can go to the laundromat." And you were like, "Absolutely not! I am not <laughs> about to keep washing my clothes at a laundromat." And we went to Sears. Yep. And you, what'd you do? You got something for like six hundred dollars. You got a washer and dryer for. <laughs> they were like, um, "Yeah, you know, you can sign up for the credit card." You know, the credit was shot at that point. Oh, mine's. <laughs> My credit was shot. You got to play. I was like, yeah, come on. What's up? She was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, what you, uh, what you got? And they're like, oh, we have these models, these models. And without being like, hey, man, what's the cheapest you got? I was like, oh, okay, well, what's the functionality of this one? You know what I mean? Because I you see the price point is like $500 or $600. Yeah, let me sign up for that one. She's like, all right, just sign here. Sign it confidently. Just slide it on back. And then she's like, you're approved. I'm like, what? I mean, yeah, 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 right, right, yep, yep, I'm approved, yeah. We got a $300 washer and a $300 dryer, yep. but it felt like it was brand new. Yep. I mean, we were on top of the world, and when we got there, or got here, we were on an air mattress, and I remember yep. I woke up on the floor one night, because I kept on an pregnant air mattress. on yep. an air mattress, and I was like, we cannot, if we don't have anything else in this house, we cannot, we just can't sleep on the floor. Um, and so we went to Mattress King. They delivered it to us. Yep. We had an old TV that still had that big back on it with two handles that I had the in college. The one you had from college. I oh, love that TV. We had that on the floor. On top of, it was on the floor. And then we had like this broken, um, kind of looked like a little dresser thing. Oh, yeah, it didn't yeah, have yeah, a, yeah. It didn't have a cabinet door was or it? nothing. It was broken. Where did we get that from? From my mom. Oh, yeah. The edge broken. of it was broken? Yeah, it was the like corner. lean yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Okay. And we put yeah. that on there. And then yep. uh, we had two camp chairs. Yep. And that's, that's what we sat in. And our yep. living room was completely empty. Bare we didn't bones. have a couch yet. We didn't have and beautiful. Um, anything. And we didn't have jobs. Let me tell you. Yep. Well, let me, let me rephrase that. I was able to get my job transferred from Bed Bath & Beyond. That you didn't take. And I fought for that. I said, no, I'm, I'm a full-time employee. I should yeah. be able to get nah, transferred. That was and they said, no, we're going to transfer Negotiation, you. though. And they, they yeah. uh, approved it. And they were like, you can work down there on this shift or whatever, whatever. Yep. So I said, you know what? This is new to me. Let me drive around the area. Mm-hmm. When I got into the store, barely anybody in the parking lot. Yep. I walked in. Nobody greeted me at the door. I yep. walked around the whole store twice and saw one person. Mm. And I remember I said, you know what? I don't have to put up with this. Yep. And so I walked out the store. I had a little bit of savings, enough to pay our rent for like mm-hmm. two months. Because back then, rent was like $800 yeah. a month. Oh, okay. I missed that. I know. It was $800 <laughs> a month. And I remember walking out the store, and I, I remember telling you, I said, I ain't going there. Yep. 
I'm not working in there. So yep. then it's like, I don't have a job. Yep. So I didn't have a job. You didn't have a job. Yep. And you know what? I don't know how we made it. The whole trip to Texas was just like a step out on faith. Yeah. You Pregnant, do that. no job in yep. a new a new city, a new house. No, we didn't, we didn't know anybody yep. down here. And we went to, uh, I went to a temp agency. Yeah. You went to a temp agency and I went to one in Frisco, I think, or Plano. You went to another one too. I went to a couple. The one you went to though, they never hired me for anything, but Robert yeah. Half had found a job for me and they were like, you can start in, it was like the end of July. Yeah. And I was like, okay, bet we could do it. And I was making about $14 yeah. an hour. We yeah. had one car. Yeah. And you didn't have a license. Yeah. I'll let you tell that part. Exactly. Yeah, that's a whole nother. That <laughs> that's we'll, a whole I'll get nother. into that. Yep. Two DUIs in Michigan, just completely, completely different individual. Yeah. I had to evolve. Yeah. From everything. We both, we, so, we were both very much filled with trauma and past experiences, yep. but I think we just kept putting one foot in front of the other. Yeah. I got a job in HR as a temporary employee mm-hmm. and I got there and they had me pushing paper. Mm-hmm. And I remember for a second, I was like, okay, now <laughs> <laughs> like this is not, you know, for $14 an hour back yeah. then it, it wasn't bad. What was your first job down here? Was I've it that had, warehouse in Garland? I've had like 11 jobs out here. Cisco. But Cisco was a good one. Cisco was a good one. The hours are crazy. Because you used to come home at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, they had me in the freezer, too. I couldn't. Mm-mm. But you were making like $20 an oh, hour. Oh, it was a good job. It was yeah. a good job. Definitely a good job. You, then I went you to might have your fingers. Mm-hmm. Like frostbitten fingers. That was crazy, man. And they had you doing like manual like labor. Which I don't mind. I'm cool with the labor. But it was just like that freezer, man. The freezer, always in the freezer. Because I remember yeah. a friend of yours was like, oh, we can get into Gordon. And then yeah. you got put in well, the Well, he was situation. like, we can get into Gordon. And he was like, man, I'll make it so they don't, you know, get you in the freezer or whatever, man. Because like, cause he, even he was like, man, that's some boy. And he's from out here. Yeah. So he's been doing this kind of work. And I was like, bad, man, let's go. Man, the second I get over there, <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> I get one day out, out doing dry. I'm just like, oh, this is dope, man. You know, picking up all the dry stuff. Next day. And hey, we're going to need you in the freezer. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, ain't this a, you know, so. Yeah, we had to keep trying to find gloves and wrapping your fingers. Girl, and, that was crazy. Um, that was crazy. Didn't you have to do a workers' compensation thing for that, Oh, yeah, too? I was like, nah, I'm out. They're going to keep putting yeah. me in the freezer? I said, nah. Because you I'm couldn't feel your hands yeah. at one point. HR, I went to medical, got all the paperwork done, did all that. I was like, nope, I ain't doing that. And we just kept walking out on faith because we had a baby at that yeah. point. And I remember you were working. So I would get up in the morning. Go all the way to Louisville, mm-hmm. which is about 35 minutes, 40 minutes. Then I come back from work mm-hmm. um, after, oh, that was Nebraska when I'd have to get you on lunch. But yeah. you'd go back. But sometimes you'd have to be there at three. Sometimes oh, somebody take the would car, take you. switch the car and all that. Right. I'd get a and ride I'd with. I'd take yep, you or you'd get a workers. ride there. But I, so I'd be with Malachi and then maybe 11, 12 o'clock at night, you'd be like, okay, I'm ready. Yep. And I have to pick Malachi up in the crib, yeah. carry him down, down three flights steps. of stairs at midnight, yep. putting him in my little Ford Focus and driving all the way out to Capel, which yeah. was another 35, 40 minutes um, to pick you up. And we did that for a few months. Yeah. Um, and one day I said, <clears throat> I saw something about a job fair at the Great Wolf Lodge or something. Mm-hmm. And you went there and that was for Nebraska. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Nebraska, and you... Was there for like three years? Almost three years, yeah. I went in. It was about a two-week stretch that I was feeling extreme melancholy and 
you need to get out of here. You need to quit right now. Just quit. Leave. It was just like the craziest downloads. And I'm like, well, I can't just quit right now. What? You know, I have children. I have obligations. I can't. What do you mean quit? What? Why? Mm-hmm. I don't like it here, but yeah, it was I mean, stable. is that like a reason to just quit? You know, I'm going back and forth with these messages. And then like that second week, I actually started bringing it up to you. Like, yeah. look, hey, this is tough, but, uh, you know, I'm getting these spiritual, I'm getting these messages, I'm getting these downloads. I got to, I got to leave. I got to go. I got to leave Nebraska. I got to, and that's when I was, um, you know, I was like, hey, I'm, cause I was a certified trainer, personal trainer. Anyway, I'm like, I'm just going to go do that. You At know? E- Equinox. Yeah, I think Equinox. I'm just going to go do that. And then, so you. And that made me nervous. Yeah, you you didn't necessarily agree to any of it, but you I were like I didn't agree. I said, "What did the money say?" Oh, that was always my response. What does the money say? Yeah. So I'd always open the budget sheet and say, "Well," yeah. and then I looked at it and I was like, "Well, we could make it off of my check, but you have to be like we had a little bit of savings." Yeah. And I was like, "But you have to bring in like two hundred dollars a day right. or something like that." Um, and so and that's when you we were made more. Uh, oh my goodness, I was you're, you're on the budget. money, and that's and that's beautiful because we need you to do that. But that's when you were like. I was over the top. Over the top with it. I was it. like, what do you mean Two, we're $10 yeah, short? Like, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah I, I was holding on to that. And you you did it. But the biggest part, it wasn't even Equinox, because you also worked at Run On. Run On. I did Uber. Yeah, I didn't like but that But that was after. So, leave Nebraska. Um, follow the divine messages that I'm getting. Start doing Equinox. Even that, I was getting messages of like, nope, this ain't it either. And I'm like, man, what is going on? And then COVID hit. COVID did hit like right after you. So, so you left in no, no, you left in um October. Yeah. Of 2019. Yeah. Um, and COVID hit about January 2020. And that's wild because again, another video we'll, we'll go deeper on this, but like the messages you get and the the uh, downloads that you get from the universe, gotta pay attention to them because everybody got laid off. Anyway, so I made a move. Everything was closed, yeah. Before all that happened, like mm-hmm. jump shit before it sank, and then got other opportunities. But what got did we that R two opportunity, then got this opportunity where I'm at now. So it's like, you know, and now I'm more uh, remote. Had I stayed and not listened to that, I wouldn't have any any job at all. So that's you know again jumping yeah. all over the place. But that's a whole nother video on like listening to your intuition in the universe. We just rise to the uh, to the occasion. Made it happen. And we just go off of faith and we take action. That's just how we do. We had moved into that townhouse that had geckos everywhere and crickets. Coming into Remember the there house was no and... AC. Memorial Day weekend. I was pregnant. Yeah. There was no air conditioning pretty sure whatsoever. Was too, but... I'm pretty sure it was haunted. Yeah. It, it was. Because like I felt like someone that. would stare at me from the balcony. But yeah, we wanted to break yeah, in that lease crazy. and having to pay absolutely nothing. Because we, I mean, we had complained about it for yeah. like five months. You were with me when I thought, they thought I had cervical cancer. I don't know if you remember that. I saw the video. Oh, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah, I remember and that. And they called me and they were like, making so... Th- you know, making it seem like it was so urgent. I had to come in and get a biopsy done. Mm-hmm. And all stuff yeah, it was, it was crazy. Normal, and I was like, I was like trying. I was just like, eh, let's and this just, is a new doctor. Yeah, I was and, keeping and everything calm. I didn't calm want to say and... anything to you because we were still fairly fresh. Yeah, but you were like, no, I'll go with you. Blah blah. So we wound up going to my doctor's appointment, which was in Southfield. Yeah, and then my dad lived in Southfield at the time in his apartment, and so I was like, oh, we should see. Yeah, you know, my dad. So 
We went over there, and there, and he was with um, his girlfriend, Tamika. Watching Power. Watching Power. Yeah. yeah we still, that's still our show. So we got married 10 months after meeting. Mm-hmm. We got pregnant 10 months after meeting. Mm-hmm. A, 11 months after meeting, we moved to a new state together. Kamaya's favorite number is 10, too. <laughs> 10. And then we had a baby January of 2017. Mm-hmm. And then another baby, August 2018. 18. And then another baby, October 2021. And yeah. I remember telling God, I said, if I don't have another baby before I'm 30, I ain't doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and I had a positive pregnancy test two months before my 30th birthday. Mm-hmm. Even before we got together. Mm-hmm. You know, right. there's things uh, yeah. that we um, experienced that I think catapulted us. I feel closer to... Um, meeting maybe sooner than, than mm-hmm. we were supposed to. I don't know because we had lived in the same area for same area. at least what, seven years? I'd go ride my bike and No, at least around ten stuff. years. Because yeah. I had moved to that area in two thousand three. Mm-hmm. Um and we never saw each other. Not one time. And we lived in the same complex at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and we even saw the same person in that complex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, yep. maybe we did and just yeah. didn't notice. Yep. You know, but um Nah, I would have noticed you. No? I was yeah, at that time in my life I was I was uh, going through a lot mentally. Yeah, um, yeah. and I never physically went into that apartment. I just yeah. know which apartment yeah, it was. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> um, I was in there all the we time. We were very close yeah. all the time. Yeah. And I think maybe maybe it happened exactly when it was supposed to. That's probably yeah. a good good time to That's good, yeah. Stop cuz we have so much that yeah, there's a lot. I'm I'm actually excited to finally be talking about it because honestly, people ask all mm-hmm. the time, and we get stopped so often yep. about like the things that we have, what in our shopping cart or our kids, or mm-hmm. just that we're all together. You or, eat like this are, all the time. Yeah. Do you you know you are eat you these this vegetables and fruit and all this stuff all the time? Yeah. Even the boys. I yep. mean, I've seen so many people like they absolutely love Malachi's yep. eyes or Kamari's dimples or yep. Haru's cheeks, and it's this constant thing, and I'm like. <laughs> I know they're my sons. At this point, I think I've just gotten used to people kind of looking at us like that. What dynamic, do you do? Yeah, yeah, what do you do? That dynamic is not um, common. Yep. So uh, there's a lot we can share. Yep. I'm excited about it. Me too. To be able to do this is it is yeah. very needed for us to in our journey on healing each other and as individuals. So I think this is very necessary for us. Hopefully it helps. Yes. Hopefully uh, so. Whoever watches, so. No matter. Even if it just helps one, two, three, four yep. people, I think that that's good enough because helping that one person, then they get to help one other person. They might help too. So by touching one person, you're really touching a million. Yep. Don't forget to subscribe. Hit the and notification button. hit the notification button. bell. I love you again. You have it. One day you have it. Go away. Go away, don't take it serious